Are you ready for this? Your boys are back. Show dog. It's WrestleMania 15. <laughs> Main event. The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Gola. We have different opinions because I think it's sparse conversation and I think it's entertaining and I think it's I like telling you that I that you're fucking wrong. KG. It's it's tough as I can, I don't I don't know I don't even know. I'm sorry I just got worked up about Girardi. I fucking hate the guy. <laughs> Bringing you hot take after hot take. It's BDB. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, <clears throat> Bad Dad Baseball. Today, we are going to be talking a lot of baseball in our locker room talk. Uh, we haven't really been able to get deep dive into it, but it's uh, been a week since opening day, and uh, we're going to hear what the boys think. We're in it now, boys. Yeah, in it. Yeah, I, I'm just curious of when uh, Quan's gonna cool off. For I, real? Had you, did, you, you guys know more about miners than I do? Never did you ever hear of him? Nope. No. Nope. Never. Nope. You know, I started hearing about him like at the beginning of this year with like just listening to like, some fantasy podcast saying like you could be like a deep sleeper, somebody to, like target late in drafts. But other than that, I had I've never heard of him. No, but he's yeah. on fire. Yeah, he's, he's incredible. Has he swung and missed he yet? Like, yes, he actually had his first strikeout. Uh, and he, he swung and a, missing it, and then it was a backwards K, I believe. Didn't he? I thought I saw a story, too, and I could be, like, a little incorrect on exactly what it was, but... Oh, no, it's what it was is when he goes on trips, so, like, when he flies to wherever Cleveland goes to, say, Baltimore... He brings a base on the plane with him because he just wants to get in his head. He's going to get on base all the time. So he brought us a base. He brings a base on the plane and shit. That's That's incredible. Just looking at fan graphs, he's got a 70 hit tool now and a future 80. Wow. That's, I mean, that's crazy because, like, that is like, that's batting title level, like, hitting. But the weird thing is they have a little write-up about him. It says, Quan does not swing and miss. He has terrific defensive instincts. And then it says, he's in the Brett Gardner mold. Well, Gardner had a ton of swing and miss, didn't he? So what he's a the dirt, fuck is he's that He's not mean? a dirtbag, dude. I don't think he's a dirtbag. Well, not only that, but also wasn't Brett Gardner, like, his OBP, like, 310 all the time? Yeah. I don't even understand that. And that's, just so people don't like know, I don't know if like even the average baseball fan knows who Stephen Kwan is, but he's, no. you know, a rookie from Cleveland, uh, the Guardians right now. Uh, looking at his stats right now, he is 10 for 19 with eight walks. So his batting average is 526. His on base is 655. Um, he has an OPS, so his on base plus slugging is 1400. Uh, he's right in front of. Jay Ram, who's probably the best hitter in baseball, one of the best top five best hitters in baseball, so he's scoring a ton of runs. This guy has been just, I mean, no one's ever heard of him, like we said, mm-hmm. and now he's just taking baseball by storm. Had to have been, like, the most like, picked-up player in the first week. He had to have been, like, percentage-wise. Yeah. 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 I would yeah. imagine so. He's completely just dominating. He's still torturing Shory this week. Yeah, I, I texted somebody. I can't remember who it was, but I missed picking him up by within... 20, 30 minutes. 
Yeah. And ju- just looking Sorry, at like top top players, like the Indians got Owen Miller, another guy I've never heard of, but he, yeah. I mean, he's currently third for best hitters like in our league, and he's got a 545 on base and a slugging over one. Leads the majors hey. in doubles and has three home uh, wait two two home runs two in the league league leader is three so he's right there. How long do you think it's going to take us to stop saying Indians? Did I say oh. Indians? Yeah. Yeah. I just I'm just sitting here and I'm like, did you just say Indians? Yeah. I'm like, it's going to take us so goddamn long to get used to that. But no, Quan is um, dude's absurd. I mean, obviously there's zero chance he's going to keep up his pace, but. Um, if he continues like you know the hit well is gonna be a pretty good story and add a little bit of depth to the recluse lineup that's really not overly good in my in my opinion. I mean, J Ram's obviously a freaking beast. Yeah. Um, it's not great, really. I don't think. No, um, we had no expectations, but. I uh, I kind of just stole it with Quan there, but I feel like there's something we should probably talk about that's probably more important. Uh, Quan's obviously a huge storyline to start the year, but like today with Kershaw. Bullshit. What do you guys think? I think it's fucking bullshit. I don't, it's either, if it was a no hitter, I'd be less pissed off about it. It was a perfect fucking game. Yeah. Perfect game. He pitched seven innings. He got through seven. Perfect game. He only had 80 pitches thrown. It's fucking stupid. And they're talking about how they want to save his arm for the rest of the year. It's like, he's not this up and coming guy that's going to like work out his arm. It's like, it's Clayton Kershaw. He's like the and best pitcher his- of our generation. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And save, save, you want to save his arm for the rest of the year? Let him try to pitch a perfect game, and then if you're too worried about it, skip a start. You have enough yeah. depth in that fucking rotation. Skip a start. It's a great it's, call. It's a fucking cop-out. It's such bullshit. Fucking Dave Roberts. The and guy did one great the second thing time he's done it. Career. He the pulled Rich Hill one time. Next, next uh, they brought a reliever, and next batter got a base hit, too. Just, you know. Yeah. Obviously. yeah. And, you know. At least let him. I mean, what is it? How many times has it happened? Like 26 23. times or 20, 23. 23. Just Google it. 23. Yeah. So, really? I mean, just let the guy have a yeah. fucking chance of pitching a perfect game. Like you said, he has a no no in the books. Like, if it's a no no, yeah, but those happen, you know, probably once a year, maybe twice a year. And it's sometimes a perfect see, wasn't game. It like last year, there was like five of them or something like that. But a perfect game, it just doesn't happen. No. It's one of the rare stats, man. All baseball, it's got to be. And you know what? I got a feeling he's going to get rocked like the rest of the year. Like, it's yeah. going to be irrelevant. Like, you saved his arm for him to get fucking absolutely thrashed. There's a good hey, chance, too, because I don't think he's what he used to be. It, he wouldn't say anything now because he's obviously on the team and he's not going to do anything to, like, undermine his coach. But it'd be cool if, like, he retires and 10 years later he does, like, a tell-all book and he just, like, rips into Roberts for just, just yeah. you know. Yeah, and I, I don't think Kershaw's the type of guy, like you said. He's not the no, type he's of not. guy to, like, do anything. But I almost think, like, I almost kind of wish he'd just be like, because he's at a point in his career, like, he's won his World Series, he's won his Cy Youngs. So it's like, I wish he'd just be like, no, it was fucking bullshit. I didn't want to come out of the game. I think it was ridiculous. Because what are they going to do? He's been the yeah. face of that franchise for the last decade. They're not going to do anything to him. And and the thing is, at the end of the day, everybody, I don't care if it's the only people who aren't going to support him saying that is fucking Dave Roberts. Yeah. Everybody else is going to be like, yeah, you know what? He's right. Because he is. It's it, if he had 100 pitches, 110 pitches, okay, he had 80 yeah. fucking pitches. 80 pitches. Like, he was pr- pretty goddamn efficient for the first seven innings. It's just, it's, it's. I think it's fucking stupid. Do you think that Roberts went and asked him after seven innings? Nope. I don't think no. he did either. Roberts, Roberts like, has I, that type. He has that arrogance about him sometimes, and I'm just like. I mean, I he's a know, great manager. I, I get it. Oh, he is. And that's what makes him good is that he makes tough calls. 
Um, but I just think this is the wrong one. And I just, I just hope he gives, he gave Kershaw the benefit of the doubt of being like, do you want to go? Do you want to, I mean, we're at your pitch count already. What do you like? But I ha- he knows him. He knows his arm. I have, a, well, maybe, and maybe Kershaw had said something, but I have a hard time believing Kershaw's like, no, mm-hmm. you know what? I don't want to try going for this. Any competitor, now, I feel like, yeah, would want to stay. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. I think it's kind of fucking stupid, but yeah. Uh, so just like looking at Kershaw, like so, 2014, he won Cy Young, but he also won MVP that year. Do you think? I mean, it's not that long ago, obviously, only eight years ago. But do you guys think? Well, it seems like it will never happen again. Like another MVP being a starting pitcher. You guys think it's gonna happen like anytime soon? I feel like if Degrom hasn't hadn't won it some of those years, like I just don't know if it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. Not with analytics now. It, it's like the it's NFL just, with quarterbacks too. You know, it's like you just can't picture it happen. A quarterback yeah. not winning MVP. They throw so, so much and right. they take control of the game so much. And then now with analytics, it's like they don't want you getting through the lineup three times. So mm-hmm. anytime you let a runner on, and with third time through, you could be at 90 pitchers and you know 10 strikeouts right. and one hit. They're gonna pull you just because they don't want you to go through that lineup three times, even if you're, even if you're an ace. I, I, I almost it. think I they should like. I think they should just like change the name of the awards, honestly, because I feel like Cy Young is the most valuable pitcher, and then MVP is just the most valuable hitter, and they should yeah. just like chop it up that way. Yeah. 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 I don't. I. I hate it. it drives me nuts the way they do that with pitchers, and like, like, it's like a flow of the game. Like, I feel like managers should get to the point where like they can just see if a guy's grooving and on. It's like there's certain instances where if a guy's like struggling and laboring going into like that third, the third time through the order, then okay, get rid of him. But if the dude's on cruise control, why the fuck do you even mess with it? If you want to get somebody up and like warm them up just in case, but at the end of the day, like just pitchers, you can tell when a pitcher's just cruising. I just fucking hate that. Oh, I, I don't know the analytics stuff. I get it, but it also drives me bananas sometimes. Yeah. He like, came I hate out. how every day, I'll just say I hate how some teams. It's, I feel like Tampa makes every decision based on analytics. I feel like there's never any flow to the game shit. It's just like this is what the analytics say we should do. That's what we're gonna do, regardless of what the whatever it is. Uh, Kershaw you came even, out after the game already today, and he said he agreed with the decision mm-hmm, to pull yeah. him. And he basically said, "Blame it on the lockout. Blame it on me not picking up at baseball until January." My slider was horrible the last two innings. It didn't have the bite. It was time. That's kind of soft. That's very soft. I and think like, just doing it to back as coach. Does Tampa Bay even need a manager? They literally run Tampa. off analytics. Yeah. Like that, some, yeah, I don't know. Just someone reporting down and telling people what to yeah. do, right? It's a computer telling them what to do. All they do. It's like a game. Like managers aren't managers anymore. They're, they're told from what to do what to do from their GMs that are have these computer nerds working for them and that's it. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's like that, like with a lot, like on hockey is the same. Like I look, like I said, I referenced spit and chickens a lot. Cause I do listen to it. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Some guys are fucking great, but they talk about tattoo. Like they have like Corsi ratings and hockey and shit. And they're like, it doesn't make sense. Cause you'll have like certain players in the NHL. And I can't provide an exact example here, but them guys are like, based on his like Corsi rating, He's like not very good, and it's like, but it's like you watch the game. The guy he has like 80 points, 85 points in a fucking season. It's like no, he's really fucking good, but there's certain metrics that he he doesn't skate fast enough through this certain area of the ice. So it's like he's not valuable. It's like it's so fucking stupid. It's like 
just watch the game. I can see it with my own two eyes. Like that guy is a good fucking player. So just let him play. I, I just, I don't know. For sure. There's so much analytics now. So uh, I know it's only five games into the season, but uh, looking at our predictions for World Series, so for goal, took White Sox. They're three and one, solid. Uh, I took Brewers. They're two and three. Eh. Show Dog took uh, Dodgers, and they're three and two. So hey, uh, for some reason I was looking at the entire time. I was thinking you took the Marlins, but I don't know why I thought that too. I, so was, I did. I did pick them to win the division. So. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, that's what it was. How's, hey, uh, how's that working out? It's early. I haven't seen. I uh, I'm watching the I got the uh, Yanks Jays game up, and on the bottom of the ticker, it uh, it's got showing the Milwaukee and Baltimore score. You know how we were talking the other day about how bad Milwaukee's pitcher was, pitchers have been. It's just nothing like uh, to get out of a little something. Just getting that Baltimore lineup, dude. Burns was dealing tonight. <laughs> he did, didn't he? It's the like, AAA um, team. I mean, you're you're yeah. dealing against AAA guys. What a what a nice. It, a little cushion a to cure. get your confidence yeah. back. Need a nice little cure to get out of that fucking sh- that shitty, uh, stretch. Just get the Baltimore lineup. Um, what I want to ask you guys, and this is like not necessarily on the major league baseball side of it, but did you see the situation? I think it was Vanderbilt in Tennessee. Um, I think it was like over last weekend. There was they had a guy. I want to say it was from uh, Tennessee. I think popped up and. The Vanderbilt coach asked the ump to check his bat because they said he had too much pine tar on it. And it actually caused this, like, kind of a little bit of a scrum, which, I mean, as much as you can get in college baseball. Um, And then I think it was, like, the next day because they usually play, like, three-game series. Some kid, that same kid got up and hit a fucking tank. And then everybody come around home plate, he, like, grabbed the bat and acted like he was checking it for pine tar. That's great. It was fucking awesome. But, like, it made me, like, think about, like, and I've never really looked at it. I mean, the most famous one's Kurt Gibson, right, in the playoffs, I think, in New York. George Brett. George Um, Brett. Oh, George Brett. I'm sorry. George Brett. Not Kurt Gibson. Yes. George Brett. Um, What is the reasoning for it? Is it because if, like, you get the shit on the ball, it, like, acts differently when it gets into the field? Is that what the whole thing is? That's what I imagine, yeah. It's got to, Okay. And I I just have never really heard a true explanation as to why it's – gotta be yeah. you know we can't go above a certain point i always assume that's what it was but and then um, also i, I yeah. guess it could maybe mess with the guy throwing the ball if he's expecting so, you know the ball to be different feeling than with the pine tar on like it knuckle, like a knuckle or some shit what he's throwing yeah i just was curious but it's it pretty funny watching the kid like you said he hits a fucking tank and then he comes around home plate touches it grabs a bat and he's like look walking back to the dugout checking if a pine tar after so i read time. about that and they had a huge delay because the you know the ups got together they they d- inspected the bat and they said he was out, and then the coach came out and complained and then I think they overturned it again and said it was a home run. Oh, I don't really? know if I if I read that wrong or not, but I could maybe. Uh, yeah, I well I thought I thought when they originally called him out, I thought it was just like he had popped it up or something. I can't remember exactly the situation, but oh, it could have been a different game. Then. Was, maybe, but. Um, not, speaking of, I was just going to mention it because he's, he's up to the plate right now, but uh, Rizzo's starting a year off pretty well for the Yanks, huh? He's got three or four dingers already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Rizzo's just like such a... Not cheapies either. Dude. No, well, no. Well, I Rizzo's mean, like, always you, know, been one of the- you can get a cheap home run in, in New York, as I was saying, but his weren't cheap. Well, they weren't against, no. Fen- uh, against the Red Sox. So, by the way, Burns lost his, his win right now, so it's 2-2. 
Ooh. So no <laughs> no run support from from that shitty offense of his. So that the, offense is bad. The pine tar one I was thinking of was UCF and Memphis. I don't know if it's a different game that you were talking about. That's so. a different game because this one was That's Tennessee weird. and Vanderbilt. Okay, this one was two days I'm ago. Pretty too, sure. So. I'm pretty sure it was. Maybe I'm completely fucking off, but hey, it's all I'm good, man. Out of my ass. It's all good, dude. So we're going to blow that one, isn't he? Uh, did you guys see the thing about Alec Baum? Boom. How do you say it? Baum? Boom. Uh, the other night had three yeah. errors. Uh, pretty rough, dude. I mean, that's a rough three game. Hours. That's yeah, he a does, tough game, dude. He doesn't play too much. Did you then, have him in, Kev? I did because wasn't, there wasn't many Ooh, games so going good. on. So, yeah, I had, I had zero errors going today. And then all of a sudden, boom, three. So. Uh, he's been hitting well, but clearly his fielding is just not the greatest. So what are you going to do? But uh, I'm sure people have seen it, but it was during the game when he made the third error, the fans started getting on him pretty good. And then he uh, whispered to D.D. Gregorius, like, I hate this fucking place or something like that. And so um, after the game, they interviewed him and it's just a quick little clip on him. What about this video that surfaced in yeah, yeah, I've heard. You know, look, emotions got the best of me. You know, I said it. And do I mean it? No. And it's a frustrating night for me, obviously. You know, made a few mistakes in the field. And look, these people, these fans, they just want to win. And I'll stop right there. So I think it's huge for this dude. This dude's uh, a young player, obviously had a really rough night. He said something and he just owned up to it. I think that's like really big for him. But the biggest thing I want to take from this is like the Philly fans. Do you guys, which fans in baseball do you think are the hardest to play for as a young player in a situation like that? It's got to be, it's got to be like New York, Boston, Philly, or Chicago, right? Probably, maybe not even Chicago, I feel like they're like them. They're fun-loving Midwesterners. You get a bunch of pricks on the East Coast. So, um, but I mean, like even with like the Yankees too, I feel like that opening game or against the Sox, like Cole struggled early and he like finally threw a strike or whatever. And Yankee Stadium blew up or something. Yeah. You know, them cheering like shit like that is like more like sarcastic stuff that I can understand why like these guys are gonna get frustrated over it. Um, and we all know how much of a scumbag the fan base is in um, Philly when they're, I mean, they're throwing fucking diesel batteries at a dressed up Santa Claus um, during a football game back in the day. So um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you like to see it from bomb though. He didn't hide from it. He said, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? I said it. It is what it is. Um, so, and I, and I think like, I think they gave him a standing ovation the next day in his first at bat. So, you know, and it's just like, the thing is with any of those, any of these cities, if you do well, they're like, they're, yeah. they cheer just as loud as they boo. It's just because they're so passionate about stuff. Yeah. I think the, the, the media in New York is the hardest. Yeah. Um, just because they put so many tabloids out, but the fans in Philly, you gotta, gotta be like, if you're on that bad side, you better watch out. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you can go with the rest of the store if you want, Kev. Yeah. I, I think I, I agree. I think Philly fans are probably just so used to losing that they're so good at being assholes they're in so situations good. like that. Yeah. So I, I would almost think that Philly is probably the worst like fan base to do that in front of. So that's pretty rough. But uh, just be noted, the rest of it is the next day he walked out and he got a standing ovation from the fans. So um, the fact that he owned up to it, it just showed like a lot of players would hide behind their comments and say they didn't say that. And, and it's like coward. 
but the fact mm. that he owned up to it just makes the fan like the fans in Philly are real, and yep. uh, they loved it in the stand ovation, which I think is probably one of the coolest things. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and I think it's just like anything else. Like you watch, like you know, was it? I can't remember what year it was. Was it? 16. What year did the Philly beat the uh, Pats in the Super Bowl, Shory? 16 or 17? Blacked out that year. <laughs> but I mean, like you just see like how like the city like rallies behind teams when they're when they're doing well. Yeah, it must have been 17 because the Pats won in 18, right? Yeah, I think so. Or nine, well, it 16 doesn't matter. and 18, yeah. But it was, um, you know, you just see how they reacted when when they won the Super Bowl that year and they they just rallied behind the team and it's I'm sure it's a real fun city to play in when they're winning. Um, because you remember, like back in the day, like in the around 2010, probably, with like when Philly, the Phillies had like those, like they were one of the best teams in baseball, and like you see highlights during the playoffs and shit, and that place is just jumping. So, um, you know, it's love and hate, right? Yeah, they'll they'll ride and die with you, right? Like right now, Joel Embiid is like, if that guy walked down the streets, he would be king. They would carry him down the streets. Allen yeah. Iverson still, if you walk down the road, down the street, mm-hmm. Ryan Howard. I mean, there's all kinds of guys. Donovan McNabb. They would still carry these guys down the street. Um, Big Dick They'd Nick. ride or die with you. Big Dick Nick is my Big best Dick friend's Foles. an Eagles fan, and, and he loves Big Dick Nick. He's got his jerseys. Like, he, yeah, no, nah, that's his guy. And I'm like, he fucking sucked. Oh, but he won a Super Bowl. He did. Is he the, I was just going to, like, think about that, because if you look back, so there's been a lot of like quarterbacks that you can look at that have won Super Bowls and they haven't necessarily had like the best, they, you know, Vladdy again, that motherfucker just hit his third, suck my dick, New York. <laughs> Sorry guys. Oh, holy fuck. That guy hit some tanks, baby. Ooh, I got to, uh, he probably just moved here. to like the top fantasy player in one game. Look at him. Look Three at dick slaps, man. You fucking stud. God damn it. Look at that. Look at that guy. He's got one. Did you fucking move on? Holy Jesus fuck. Christ. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to let me uh, see. Oh, Boone. See you later there. Lasagna. I don't even know how to pronounce that Yankees pitcher's name, but looks like lasagna. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. I'm that to, I'm been... Okay. So, yeah, what's that? Go. Go no, you go. No, I was just going to say, like, I'm trying to regroup and figure out what I was gonna wor- what I was gonna say there about that, but I guess is he maybe like the, if you look at like he won a Super Bowl from all Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, but really may have had the has the worst career of anybody. Career maybe probably other than Kyle, like Joe Namath it, maybe doesn't like Kyle Bowler have one from the Ravens? Does he? Oh no. No 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 no. That was Trent Dilfer. Yeah Dilfer. Oh Trent Dilfer. And then uh, does the he Bucks have a better career than? Oh two was uh, Brad Johnson. That was pretty rough I think. Yeah. But. Yeah, Nick's probably got to be right there. I mean, it's just like he, he really hasn't done anything else since. I, I mean, he was a monster that year. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But he just really hasn't done anything else. So I just, I don't know. Yep. They were probably the first, one of the first teams to start the uh, RPO and and uh, takes the NFL a year to adapt. And they just took off with it, man. It was unbeatable. 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 All right, you guys ready for a? Uh, <clears throat> we're gonna do. Are you guys good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got nothing but nothing else to touch on. I mean, are you done with Laddie? Unless he gets back up and hits a fourth, I don't mean. I, I don't know. It could happen. I don't like. Don't pitch to him. I said like I said this before you even got on here. I, don't, I told Kev I was like, how about don't pitch to him? 
That's a pretty good option. It's better than giving up a run. Anyways, we are going to be doing a draft of the best food. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Hold on. So before we get into the draft, because we're talking about food and it was like a perfect thing. I got a little bit of a rant to go on about food packaging. Okay. And I, I need you guys, I need you guys' opinion on this because it's something that drives me fucking nuts every time I get some of this. So my wife and I had BLTs today mm-hmm. for dinner. Can somebody explain to me why almost everything you buy in the produce section, almost everything you buy is got a resealable fucking bag or something on it. Why can't the bacon industry figure out how to fucking reseal their packaging? Because, well, for one thing, when you open it up, you would just like have to rip the whole goddamn thing apart. Mm-hmm. So you have to usually you have to find a Ziploc baggie to shove the fucking bacon in. Can they figure out an easier way to open these goddamn packages and reseal them? Because it drives me fucking nuts. That's I never. I mean, I I, got, I, I, I actually know. It's yeah, because I'm sure it gets, he does. Let me let me say something first there, show dog. Okay, Hannafin boy. Jesus, man. I don't think about it often because I feel like we don't cook bacon too, too often. But every time I'm trying Big to mistake. open the damn thing, it fucking does suck. It's it isn't it's got to be the worst package in all of in all of foods. It's got to be like it. Always, it always has that little tab. Like it makes it seem like you can just yeah. pull them apart. So yeah, it's hard. Like, no, that's hard. You know what I have to do? Nine of the time, I take a fucking knife and I mm-hmm. drive it through it or take scissors. It drives me fucking mm-hmm. banana lands. So no, you're right, stick your a, hand like, in and your top of your hand gets the bacon grease in your bottom. Yeah, everything does. But it's because most bacon gets frozen somewhere. What's that? Like it's because the bacon gets like it gets packaged and then frozen somewhere. So it gets like sent to a warehouse where it gets frozen. Yeah, but then why? But yeah, then yeah. I buy my frozen chicken, frozen chicken nuggets get frozen. They have a resealable bag. Yeah, your chicken nuggets are already cooked. That, that's what you meant. You meant uh, so something's raw that gets frozen. Is that what you mean? Yeah. It's got to be like oh, sealed on. tight if it's going to be frozen as uh, raw. I was just going to bring another suggestion up and I was going to say shrimp. But no, they, I'm pretty sure you can buy shrimp cocktail that is not cooked yet that still has a seal on it. Yeah, because it's still frozen. Like you buy it frozen still. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going to take logical sense of motion, sure, you fucking asshole? Fucking so good. boy so over good. here. But can, can it's you a super valid. At least point. agree with at least agree with me that it's just fucking. They awful. they should have figured out a solution to this whole fucking being yeah. I mean, we've been around for way too long. Yeah. for it's not to be figured out. No doubt. You know what's crazy too? I mean, don't get me wrong. I know everything is like getting expensive when you go to the gro. Like I feel like when my wife and I, if we go to the grocery store, and we buy shit for like you know a week, I mean it's like three hundred bucks. I mean mm-hmm. you can't get away from the stupid. fucking grocery store without spending. It's so stupid. But there are certain things. Bacon is so fucking expensive. It's like mm-hmm. seven fifty a pound, or seven dollars a pound. That's fucking crazy. I'm messing around. Ooh. So straight facts. Yeah, no, okay, sure. You can go back, go back to explain what we're gonna be doing tonight as far as this draft goes. Yeah, so we're, I mean, yeah, we're doing our top foods. Like your number one food, would it? Is it? It's not like a sandwich. You better be specific on what it is. Um, yeah, don't come out with a sandwich. Don't come out with a fucking half-ass answer. I do believe, if I know my friends, there will be some kind of chicken varieties in this, um, and I think they're gonna go early. So, 
with the... And just so people know, so I'll just say too, just to let people know too, we had a, like a kind of a discussion on this and how we use like combinations. So there are obvious, there are certain things that go together, like peanut butter and jelly. They just fucking go together. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. chips and salsa or whatever you want to say. So we are allowed to use kind of like multiple things, but it's obvious. I mean, you couldn't use like chips and fucking, I don't know. Peanut butter. Something that you like. Chips and ketchup that you like to like yeah. fucking yeah yeah, yeah you can't right. do that but Fergola you are gonna pick numero uno number one Kev you will pick number two that leaves me with the number three pick so oh, with the number one pick in the draft. Best foods, Zachary Fergal. All right. This one's definitely on my list. It probably normally, nor no, obviously. (laughs) This is, uh, Going it's off the list, not, first one. Dude, that's a bold no, choice. Going off the board, yeah. You know what, guys? I'm just. I wrote down like 20 of them. I'm just gonna go somewhere. Yeah, I got quite a bit uh, of these. So, this one wouldn't normally. If I had to rank them, this is not one one. But this is not getting back to me, and that's buffalo chicken wings. No fucking chance it's getting back to me. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell people this right now. It's buffalo. It's chicken wing. Buffalo chicken wings. Yeah. With blue cheese dressing. Miss me with that ranch shit. If you like ranch, go back to fucking elementary school. It's blue cheese. Chicken Listen, wings. Listen, this Fagola guy yeah, here we go. drinks here we go. the blue cheese after he's done eating it. He likes the blue cheese. I'm not, hey, you got to admit, I'm that's up. a very unique thing to do. There's not many people in this world to do that. It's a little aggressive. Yeah, I, I love blue cheese. <laughs> I, no, and listen, I'll hold on. This up. is legit. Ranch, Hold on, this is legit. Sometimes, sometimes cheese, I'm, I'm going to get a little blast from the past here and give you guys a little quick story. So I've been like, I've loved blue cheese as long as I can remember. So I don't, you got anybody listening to this, if unless they're friends with us, they won't know what this is. But you guys know where Riverside Realty is now in town? In Mexico, right by the credit union. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the left. So that used to be a, that used to be a restaurant when we were really fucked, like really little. I remember going in there. I don't remember going in. My grandmother tells this story all the time, or she used to, um, how I would get a salad. I love salad. And I ordered blue cheese dressing. I was like five years old, and that's what I wanted on my salad. The waitress was fucking astounded that a five-year-old would want blue cheese. So <laughs> even back then, I wasn't like an infant and wanted that fucking ranch dressing bullshit. Give me fucking blue cheese on my buffalo chicken wings. So with the number one pick, did you take buffalo chicken, or did you take blue cheese? <laughs> Buffalo chicken wings. <laughs> yes. Oh, hold on. That's that definitely was not getting too. back to you. Not, not at all. That's no, I know it wasn't. And I'm sitting here and the whole time. I'm like leading up to this. I'm like, I want number one because I'm sniping that fucking thing out of. It shore. was going one one so, for me. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't take mine. Yeah. No, I do. I knew yeah. you. I like I like bone in wings better. So I wasn't gonna take it, G. Oh, that's good. I appreciate that. Uh, so with my first pick, I am going with. 
Yeah, you guys know. <laughs> Chicken tenders. All right. This has been my fantasy baseball team for, I don't know, quite a few years now. Uh, I like these things a lot. Um, my three-year-old likes these things a lot. My 92-year-old grandmother likes these things a lot. If you tell me you don't like chicken tenders, I'm going to say that you're a fucking liar because yeah. <laughs> they I got to be the greatest creation Listen, on if, earth. If you're listening to this podcast, you're driving a car, just drive it off the fucking road right now. Like, find the <laughs> next tree, take your car, accelerate, and fucking go head on into a tree if you don't like chicken right. tenders. I, I, yeah, no question. I do have a question for you guys, though. With chicken tenders, what's your go-to dipping sauce? Honey mustard. It's honey mustard for me. I've all okay, so here we go. So I've always been a big ketchup dude for it, right? But now that Chick fil A sauce is in the store, that oh, is like my go to. Oh, oh, here comes Sherry over here. No, no, overrated. the sauce is great. Oh, okay, I, okay, okay. I agree. The, the sauce no, is amazing. Uh, I get one of my yeah, stocking at Christmas. My, my wife, shout out my wife. She went to Hannaford. This was like a couple months ago. And they had a little special, just like a little limited release of it. Bought three bottles because she knew I liked it so much. Mm-hmm. Shout out Hannaford. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, shout out Hannaford. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the best part, like chicken dinners can go anywhere. Like now they, they're every, I mean, they go on anything. Like they're on pizza. They're on salads. They're, I mean, you can have them as a meal. You can have them as an app. Um, you could have them in the yeah. morning. You could have them at lunch, dinner. I, it's it's probably the most versatile of the chickens. It's money. Oh, no question. Money. It's, it's either that or boneless chicken breast, you know? Pretty close. Yeah. Well, with the number three pick, I'm going to have to go. And this is this was probably my second best anyway, or my second favorite is just pizza. I love pizza. Um, I I can eat different kinds. Like I can eat a loaded pizza. I like cheese pizza. Um, I wasn't a big cheese pizza until all I started right. watching all of the press reviews, and now I'm like, oh my god, I love cheese pizza. Gun to your head, you have to make one pizza order. What are you getting on it? Cheese. Wow. Just plain cheese. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going onion, green pepper. Mushroom and pepperoni. Woo! That's a good one. That's what makes uh, it so great, though, is you can just so many different yeah. kinds. I'm oh, a pepperoni guy. I'm a pepperoni. Okay. Give me the roni. Million, million dollar question. Pineapple on pizza or no? Hell yeah. No. I, I'm not I'm not one of those guys saying, like, oh, that's not fucking oh, yeah. pizza. But, like, I just don't like it, so. Hawaiian pizza, Pat, uh, Pat's pizza. I'm down with that. My wife, my wife ordered a pizza at the Buckfield Mall. Because she likes wine pizza, you know, ham pineapple, right? So we, we go to pick it up one day, and it's legitimately, she opens it up, and they got maraschino cherries on the fucking thing. She's like, what is this? No, thanks. What the fuck? Yeah. All so right. She picked them off. Didn't slap right. But. Where is, like, the most pizza you've had? What do you mean? What what store? Well, like, where have you ordered the most? Like, in your life, is it, is it like, you know, Four Corners and Rumford? Is it? Ah, uh, yeah, at least. Yeah. Lisses are all That's a lot. But. To me, it's honestly, it's it's got to be fucking Cumberland Food Stop because since COVID yeah. started, we've been doing it every single Friday, dude. Every single Friday, we get pizza for the kids, so that's like 
what's that like two years for now? the kids yeah okay dude so that's like 104 weeks worth of pizza dude pepperoni every time uh yeah i mean i get pepper we get usually half half and half dude cheese mm. get pepperoni we we uh, um we haven't found one that we love in portland which is weird because i feel like i've tried quite a bit i was just gonna ask you what is your favorite pizza place that you've had in the state so uh there's a place in i believe it's well i know it's wells but it's i think it's called ocean pizza i should know the name of it um and that's probably the best pizza i've had but the we most pizza johnny martin shout out johnny um, martin he yeah. can tell us that he yeah it's right on route, route one i think it's route one but um there is uh obviously the most pizza i've had is you know every friday saturday night from ohop uh barbecue chicken pizza oh, and yeah. you know i only remember half of them but they were delicious they had remember the party pizzas they had it was like fucking monsters we used to get those oh, all yeah. the time um I'm a big fan. Maybe it's just because it's the best place, like close to my wife and I, uh, relatively close anyway. But uh, Da Vinci's and uh, yeah, Lawson's got some fire pizza there too. Um, sure does. So. My favorite, it's the it's the wood fired ovens and it's flatbread. I love flatbread pizza. Yep, that's good. Um, for Gola, I went to Da Vinci's a little while ago and I got it's called the Bee Sting. Yeah. It's like a yeah, cheese pizza. Fit. I couldn't feel my mouth, and I love hot stuff. No, it was, dude. I've I had was it. Like, it's, something's I think it's fucked up here. I can't feel my mouth. It's it's so good. Like it's got a bunch of peppers, and then it's got a little honey drizzle on it. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. It was so good. No, Da Vinci's. Like I like Da Vinci's. I think it's like a good Italian like spot. But for me, I prefer the pizza there than over the like the regular me meals. Too. They get a great beer selection too. Their fucking garlic knots are on another goddamn planet. Um, da Vinci's is good though, and I love if, like the building. It's it's fucking great. If you want their buffalo wings, you can actually go onto our Twitter account and see what we rated them. Oh, yes, they're on there. Yes, right, they are. So, um, check that out. So with yeah. my uh, second round pick, the number four pick, um, this one's easy for me. Uh, another favorite is uh, Chinese food. Um. Just grouping that all together. I can say American food, dude, and I get fucking yeah. cheeseburgers. Yeah, you got to go specific Chinese on this, dude. You got to give us food, No, 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 no. no. My, okay, so my go-to is General Tso's chicken. You get, like, okay. little, some fried rice, General Tso's, and uh, hopefully you get a little uh, uh, egg roll on the side and the greasiness, <laughs> the goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking could. Uh, yeah, I've I've had a little too much in my life. Try to take an uh, entire fucking ethnic cuisine. Category. Come on. KG, just just go with Mexican. With I know. God. Jesus Christ, Shorty. like, I want all products that have meat in it. You guys all for the vegan bullshit. I would like to take their picks away and take chicken. <laughs> all chicken is mine. But um, by the way, that three out of four picks guys, now have become chickens. Yeah, do you have a, do you have a uh, go-to Chinese spot in Portland, Shory? Dude, I am so rattled. It closed last week. Ooh. For good. What? Was and it COVID? Like COVID drove, killed him? No, it's like a little shit hole in the wall, and we drive to OB 30 minutes away to get it, and it fucking closed. Brutal. So then there's that's Empire that's in like the old port, but it's so expensive, and it's like 
fancy Chinese. And it's obviously amazing, but it's not like the same greasy Chinese that you're used to. Have you guys, I don't know if you guys ever have, this is, this is. Oh my God. Ingram just absolutely postered somebody. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. You guys got to check that out. Oh man. Uh Some of the spurs just got fucking highlighted. (laughs) Uh, Lidnai, because obviously in Buckfield there's no Chinese restaurants. So we go to Wei Li, it's on Center Street in Auburn. <laughs> that place is fucking fantastic. Their veggie lo mein. <laughs> I, I don't think I want to know that because like the time I want Chinese the most is when I'm coming back from camp and I'm like, it's a Sunday afternoon and it's like I'm tired. I've been out in the sun all day and I'm just going to go sit on the couch from now until when I work. Or like till I go to bed and then I wake up and go to work. But I just want to grab some Chinese and I pass that every time. I've never got it. So, dude, I'm getting. I'm telling you, it's. I, I'm. I wouldn't. It's. It's. I think it's awesome. I'm gonna be hitting it up. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm definitely trying it. All right, my second pick. Um, I'm ecstatic. I figured it was gonna get back to me, but these are my two favorite foods in the world. I'm going with beef jerky. I absolutely <laughs> love jerky and I'm not a huge fan of like just the beef jerky that you buy, like at the store, like Jack links. I like when someone's like makes a homemade batch of it dude, homemade. and it's Ooh. just like, it's like super dry, really salty. It's like, give me that shit all the time. You got to like rip at it to get it apart. Like yep. you, you bite into it and you got to fucking yank your mouth, like neck across you the room just to rip it apart. Jerky, I'm pretty sure if like it it wasn't going to kill me before I'm 50. I would eat chicken tenders, beef jerky for the rest of my life and no other foods. And I'd be content with that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which one would you have in the morning? Like, which one would you have as breakfast? You got to mix it up, man. You don't have okay. the same thing every morning. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just roll out of bed with a bowl of beef jerky. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, how the fuck do you just wake up and eat jerky? Yeah, man. Could do it. Do what you got to do. Um, all right. So my second pick. For me, pound for pound, the best fucking cut of meat there is, that's a ribeye. Ribeye steaks. You can miss me with your filet shit. You can miss me with fucking New York strips. Miss me with all of it. The ribeye is, in my opinion, pound for pound, the best cut of meat there is. Love them. I had one for like two nights ago, Monday for dinner. Give me a ribeye. Give me with salt, pepper, a little garlic, or maybe some garlic, salt, and pepper on the grill. Curtains. What's Love your take it. on that show, dog? On Curtains. the best cut of best cut of meat? Uh, I'm actually not a huge steak guy, so um, Ooh, yeah, that's a hot take, dude. That's, I mean, I, I definitely need a steak, but uh, ribeye is my favorite. Yeah, see, I, I'm a, I'd like fillets, dude. There's, there's, you just eat everything that's on it. You know what I mean? Like it's a smaller piece of meat, mm-hmm. but it's like everything you can eat. Like on a ribeye, it's like you're picking around fat, aren't you, dude? No, yeah. I, uh, no, 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 no. What do you mean you're picking around fat? I eat every fucking bit of that. That's where all the flavor is. I don't fuck around. I, with, I might. I, mean, I, I don't cut around. Oh, I do. No, I, I do not eat the fat. But that's. I mean, I look do. at me. I'm not cutting around that shit. Yeah, no. I don't either. It's fucking disgusting. Like the consistency of it in your mouth. It's. It's. It you know. Just so think of it as like though. it's beef jerky, really. No, 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 no. It's not. It's it's fucking white, dude. Beef I'm also brown. I'm a I'm a huge sauce guy. Um, uh, my 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 bride makes fun of me, uh, Kimmy Cat, because I'm a huge sauce guy. So I like to marinate my steak before I cook it. Um, where she just likes um, it. plain Jane. 
Yeah, so I think it all depends for me, like, on what it is. I won't marinate a ribeye. If I get sirloins or tips, I'll marinate them for sure, but I'm a, I don't marinate. Ribeyes to me is just salt, oh. pepper, garlic, a little garlic powder. Get it up to room temp and slap it on the grill. Oh, you... Stanton just hit a fucking piss missile. And it didn't even go out. He went to the wall. Hey, there you go, dude. <laughs> dude, it looked like, I'll tell you what, his Ooh. reaction, I thought that the way he reacted when he hit it, it looked like it went fucking 600 feet. So. Whatever. Uh, What's the best way to cook it? Do you cook it on the grill? Do you use a flat top? Do you use so, a pan inside? Do you? No, so I do it two ways. So to me, it's grill. That's the best way to cook a steak is on a grill. Not a flat top, a grill. The other way, yeah, you guys, fuck you guys. The mm-hmm. other way I do it, no, you guys are wrong. The mm-hmm. other way is I get a cast iron pan, a hot pan on my stove, get it hot with a bunch of butter and shit, mm-hmm. sear mm-hmm. it real quick, slide it in the yeah. oven on boil. That's how you do it. Yep. And then I do that. I like it on the grill though. The grill, you lose all the flavors. It all falls between the grates. Flat too. top. I, I, I like it on the flat top. Too. I don't. I, Sear it, sear it, put it in the oven. Don't lose the, the you don't right. lose the taste, man, on flat tops. It it does the the fire definitely gives it a better like a different taste. Um, but it does lose like the juice. That's that's um, my thought. Okay. All right. So my next one. This one, I I mean, I gotta go with it. I got it's my inner wop. It's fucking spaghetti and meatballs. I mean, who? There is nothing better. My wife makes. Shout out Lynn. I got to give her some. I've shouted her out like three times this fucking episode. So she makes some fire ass homemade meatballs from scratch. Sticks them in the crock pot after with sauce. Let them cook for like eight hours. Fantastic. Uh, fucking spaghetti meatballs. I think if somebody said you need to pick your final meal, I'm going on death row. It's a gigantic plate of spaghetti and meatballs, a salad and garlic bread. Give me a big glass of red wine. That's my that's my final meal. Just it's, just had it a couple of days ago, man. It's a money meal. It's, it's good. It's a money meal. I will say it's to me if I had to rate spaghetti meatballs one through ten, it's like a six point eight. But if you give me some garlic bread with it, it's definitely in the eights. <laughs> I fucking love to dabble the old fucking garlic bread into the sauce and. Yeah. For me, so it's like I think it's just like the the Italian side of me. Like I said, it's, uh, I'm generally my inner uh, people probably spaghetti and meatballs, something like it's that. The inner the, the inner whopping. It's just like you put some type of meat, red sauce, and complex carbohydrates on a fucking plate with some cheese. Mm-hmm. I'm in. <laughs> so let's just go. So spaghetti meatballs. Who cooks the spaghetti in your house, Kev? Who cooks the spaghetti? Yeah, like the sauce and like the. Oh, like, I thought you meant the spaghetti in the pot. I'm like, well, that's. I think Buckley could probably do that, but. Uh, <laughs> Katie makes the meatballs in the house. And like this, this is like a meal she makes. She makes a spaghetti meatball meal. Yeah, yeah I I do not yeah, fuck with usually, making any pasta. Good. That's. Yeah. Just in our house, I don't know, but uh, Kim makes all the pasta dishes, mm-hmm. um, that that we eat, so. I made a pasta dish tonight though. Pretty damn good, dude. Chicken parm. Chicken parmy? Yes, sir. Could it make the list? Pretty damn good. Da Vinci's got a really good chicken parm. Jesus, shout out to Vinci's, bro. They're getting some free ads. Vinci's good. I got to go back. 
I gotta, gotta get, get them to sponsor us or something. Halfway, I'll meet you there, pal. All right. Uh, <laughs> my third pick, man, this is tough because, like, I feel like I could maybe wait on this, but I, I don't know where Shuri's brain is, and I, I don't even know if he likes it. Because I feel like I feel like you either like this or you fucking hate this, and it's sushi. I'm going oh. sushi. I, I, someone could ask me like, "What's your favorite sushi?" And I'd be like, "I don't care. Just give me a give me a fucking sushi roll. I don't care. I like yeah. every sushi roll. I, any sushi roll I've ever had, I I love it. Yeah. And so I don't care if I could choose. Give me just like a a hodgepodge of just a a bunch mm-hmm. of rolls. That's what I, agree I also don't think I, I can tell the difference between like some of the sushis, like the actual pieces of sushi. I think yeah. they kind of taste the same, but like the shit they put with it is so good. Mm-hmm. Do you guys like, you guys, you big wasabi fans? Oh what? yeah. I fucking like to see that shit burn right out my nose. Yeah. Love it. Gee, I, I got feeling I don't. you don't eat the wasabi. I, I don't, <laughs> no. Um, I fucking love wasabi. Yeah, that was a good call, G. I didn't even think of that. Sushi is... I didn't have it on my I, list, but that, I do absolutely love it. Yeah. That is one thing about, like, living around mm-hmm. like where i do there's like no good sushi places way we used to have it and so lynn and i used to order sushi once in a while we'd pick it up and obviously that travel will back home but they i don't for whatever reason they shut their sushi bar down so it's just the chinese food now so i haven't had sushi in a while but i am fucking craving it shout out hanford hanford makes some yeah, pretty, pretty sushi. Bomb do they? sushi man well, do they? Uh, I don't know if every Hannaford does. So yeah, I don't know if every Hannaford does. They're contracted but. out. Like each each Hannaford has a different contract out with someone who makes okay. it. So like we have two Hannafords in South Portland, and one is they're both made by like the same company but different guys, and we like the one closest to our house more. The Falmouth one's pretty money. Yeah, I got some good stuff in there. I brought I brought one into work one day. Like uh, Katie bought one for me, and the next day I brought it into work. And the guy in the cafeteria was making fun of me. He's like, "Oh, you bringing this fucking gas station bought sushi in here? That's disgusting." And I'm, I'm like, "It's actually pretty damn good, man." It is good. It is. Oh, I do bowls. Um, so they just oh. like make a bowl out of it. They like throw the yeah. rice. They throw like all kinds of shit in there with the sushi, and you, it's so good, dude. Like, like yeah. a, a wasabi aioli sauce on top. It's dynamite. Yeah, I'm this. It's got me. You guys got me wondering because we got my wife and I heading out to Mass this weekend for Easter. Um, to see her parents. And there's a place down there in Beverly Farms called. Uh, I'm drawing a blank now. What the hell the name of it is? They got some pretty good sushi, so maybe we'll go there for uh, lunch on Saturday. Stop at the Falmouth Hannies, baby. Falmouth Hannies on the way through. Seriously good um my third round pick i am going um with a sandwich and it hits close to home it is the lobster roll i like my lobster roll with if i make it myself lobster toast the bun lobster mayo and a little bit of butter on top i want a heart attack when i'm eating this thing but it it is so (laughs) fucking good you just slam it and uh yeah, no, it's. I mean, they're they're, uh, they're so. Good. I think that lobster <clears throat> is the most overrated meat there is in the entire world. I don't mind it. Don't get me wrong. I don't mind it at all. Yeah, no, I know I, what you mean. I I, I fucking if someone says, do you want to do you want a full lobster with the shell on it? Like, no, I do not want it. I don't want to go through the pain of cracking a lot of work. and eating yeah, like eating four that. ounces of meat. But lobster rolls, <clears throat> the meat's already there for you. That's that's why it's yeah, ahead of the key. lobster. That's why it's way ahead of the lobster. Exactly. I agree. 
I have not had many lobster rolls in my day because usually when you get a lobster roll, you can get chicken fingers. <laughs> I'm going chicken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, but um, I don't get them as much now as when I was a kid because like you could afford them when I was a kid, but now their prices for lobster are out of this world. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, and when you were a kid, your parents paid for it, so gave a fuck. That was pretty fucking awesome. Shout out Die, uh, buying me lobster rolls. <laughs> Lady Die. Um. And I am going to go back-to-back sandwiches. Um, My next one is probably, this one I do have a lot of, and I cook it on the flat top, and I make like 10 at a time, so I have them for like the week. It's a Reuben. Yep. Yep. I love a Reuben uh, watching some basketball, like during springtime or playoff basketball, whatever it is, uh, watching baseball, a little Reuben during lunch with some chips. It, nothing yep. slaps like it. No, I'm with you. That's like my, if I'm at a restaurant getting lunch, that's my go-to sandwich. Rubens. Love them. That's, I don't, never eat them. Oh, man. Yeah, my wife that doesn't surprise them. me. That's because you can get chicken them. tenders when you can Exactly. Rubens. If there's a chicken tender on the menu, you boys get it. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> uh, Katie loves <laughs> Rubens, man. So, I mean. Oh, next guys... time she comes, I'll be cook, I'll cook some yeah. because they are dynamite. <clears throat> For sure. Cool, man. It's it's kind of I feel like you guys are like going meals. I'm just going like just shit like you just want to eat whenever. I don't know. But Well, I mean I only went that way with one of them. Spaghetti meatballs is the only meal. A ribeye's a meal. You don't just fucking walk around with a ribeye chicken on a wings. S- chicken wings a meal. <laughs> All right. So my fourth pick, I am gonna go with movie theater popcorn. Oh, but that's a fucking great call, dude. Never thought of that. And like nowadays, like movie theaters get it where you can just put the butter on yourself. So like you, you dictate the the popcorn to butter ratio. That's like a game changer in the old movie theater game. I have not been to many movies lately, uh, mostly because me and my wife just completely differ on our movie genres, which is unfortunate. (laughs) But But, uh, yeah, I got to get them into some of these like shooting crime suspense movies, you know. But he's a little too young for that. So, but yeah, movie theater popcorn. I wish there was a way to get it. Can you just walk into a movie theater and just buy popcorn? Oh, that's a great question. I've never done it. Gotta be able to. Because I, well, in my experiences, I feel like when you walk in, you buy the ticket first, then you get the concession stand. Yeah, but the one we go to is like it's self serve tickets. And then you just go up and get the food. You don't even have to show your Probably ticket. Um, it would seem yeah, like a bad business model if they didn't allow you to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. So it might be something I have to do here one of these days. Yep. I made the mistake. My so my like nearest <clears throat> death um, experience in my life was um, Kim and I went to the movies one time and we got this big bag of popcorn. Get the butter on top, right? And she goes to the bathroom, comes back, and I eat the top layer. Oh, baby. I thought I was dead. She's like, wait, did you eat the top layer? That's where I put all the salt and butter. And I was like, yeah, but I'm full. So I I don't really need any more. You can have the rest. Whoa. Eat this dry ass popcorn. Did you have to go back on the lobby and oh, yeah. shock? <laughs> I had to go buy a new popcorn for Which cost you like $14. <laughs> yeah, probably. Ain't cheap. Oh. I, so right, I did learn so, from that. She taught me a good lesson there. <laughs> um. All right. 
so my next pick, I got back-to-back picks, right? So my next one is, this is one of my favorite things of all time. I eat them as snacks. I will steal them off your plate if we're at a restaurant. Is fucking pickles. I legitimately love pickles. It may be it may be my like favorite food of all time. I could eat there at, at any given time. My wife and I have five or six jars of pickles in the refrigerator. Um, my go-to is shout out Grillo's pickles. Grillo's man, fire ass pickles. Favorite pickles of all time. If anybody wants to, if anybody listening to this and they want to send me fucking pickles, DM us and I will give you my address and you can send me some goddamn pickles. That's right. I fucking love pickles. You do love so, pickles. Yeah. Dude, you I'm telling you right now. I we have so many pickles jars in our refrigerator, and I'll just like two o'clock in the afternoon, I'll just go grab like three fucking spears and just mow them down. I love them so much. <laughs> You've always been the guy you go to a uh, restaurant and someone's like, I don't want this pickle on my plate. It's like, Goal's got it. Yeah, I'll take it. Don't worry about that. Um, and all right, my last pick, I'm going to like paint a little picture for you guys. So, show dog, a few weekends from now, we're going to go play golf and we're going to have a little barbecue at your house. So, I can imagine, you know, you might have some hot dogs, you may have some burgers, you may have some chicken lined up. And you're going through that table and you're like, oh, what do I want? I, you know, I got a hot dog on my plate. And what's the thing that, like, you have the hot dog space and you fill the space up, you know, you fill it up with, and that's pasta salad. Pasta salad in the middle of the – I don't care if it's in the middle of summer. Buckfield Mall, I mean, Tilton's Market here in Buckfield, makes prepackaged fucking pasta salad by a year-round. You got the rotini. You got a little Italian dressing in it. You got some pepperoni, cheese, cucumbers, peppers, onions. Shout out Stickney, because if you have a bowl of fucking pasta salad around, like, the whole fucking thing. <laughs> it, it is so good. But pasta salad is the best, probably side dish. That could be another starting five best side dishes of all time. Also, we'll like if because we always have it during the summer, like it's easy, like you make it during the morning and then yeah. you pull it out for for dinner. But you have like a buzz on, and you're like, all right, well, uh, Andy, he should probably sort of rip a little bit, give him a little <laughs> bit more pasta salad, and it just exactly. like it balances you for the rest of the night. Like if if you're if you got a little buzz on, you take a little bit of pasta salad. But if you got a really good buzz on and you're uh, starting to get a little a little turnt, you, you add some more pasta salad, and it'll even you out for the rest of the night to you so you can drink by the campfire till the till the yeah. night ends. For sure. Like, do you put no. um? Do you like tuna in your pasta salad? No. no. What do you mean tuna? Oh, we put tuna in our pasta salad just a little bit. Like you open oh, up a right, can of on. tuna fish. Hmm? Kev, <sighs> Good God! Kev, you need to tell me what it is or what it's called, because one of the best pasta salad things I've ever had is your mother-in-law. Robin makes one. I'm pretty sure Robin makes it. She make doesn't she make a capot? Oh, fuck, we had it one time up to Robin's house. I don't know, it was a birthday party or something. She did my wife make it? Like, I thought Robin did. Maybe it was your wife. Was it, out, Katie, if it was, was. It, was it like a tortellini pasta salad? Yeah, I thought Robin made that. That's my wife. That's my wife. That's Katie Lauren. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's right, my girl. wife. Shout out, Katie. Out that thing is fucking. That is fantastic. Yeah, that's a pretty bomb one. That's pretty good. Yeah, because you already get the cheese inside the pasta, so it's that's money. No. Interesting. Oh, pasta salads. I can't wait to fuck fucking grilling season. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for a few weekends from now, Shory. A little golf. Yeah, we're going to do a little golf. We'll, we'll, we'll probably do some burger dogs. Maybe we'll smoke up a little something. Who knows? 
I got a vacation to worry about first, and then I'll worry about that. Yeah, yeah you do. All right. Um, yeah, I feel like this list wouldn't be complete without me adding uh, candy to this list. So I'm going Skittles. Give me Skittles all day long. The best candy in the world. Anyone that says a chocolate is a candy, they're just fucking wrong. It's not. It's got to be some kind of fruity candle, and Skittles yep. is the pinnacle. I disagree with that, but I agree with you on the whole chocolate fruity thing. I don't, but I do love Skittles. So, uh, yeah. um, I think you know, like the between that and Sour Patch Kids, I think I think the purple Sour Patch, Sour Patch Kids, Kids are, Sour Patch Kids are my that's the goat candy for me. The extreme ones too, the extra sour ones, those are. They got some of that are individually not, packaged Sour Patch Kids that are like big. Have you had those? No. Oh, they're like. I don't know, three inches tall. They're big Sour Patch Kids. They're, those things are money. You should look into are those. You, gee, are you talking just all Skittles, or are you just talking the original? Oh, yeah, just the Red Pack Skittles. The Red Packs? Cause I, yeah, yeah, and I, I don't even my, care I if it's lime or green apple. I don't even care if it's lime green. It doesn't matter. That's like. Well, they all taste the same, don't they? Just No, they don't. They don't. Okay. Dude. <laughs> the Red Pack Skittles is, yeah, Red Pack. Okay. Original. Go. Why? Which, which Skittles do you fuck with, Pagola? I like the I like the purple bag. I like. The oh purple my one. god! I do. I do. You do too? Yeah. Oh, you fucking I guys! I know, and I always thought I was the only one who liked it. Like I feel like oh, I walked into no a gas god. station and that no one else has ever bought one besides me. I, but now I, that I know that Pagola has, I think I don't even think you should be on this podcast, Kev. Uh, there, there's <laughs> shit coming out this episode that is just. It speaks volumes between, to me that you guys are. Between the, between this podcast it explains and the, a one lot. Coming out, the one that's coming out Monday, KG's just fucking had it. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of Starburst? Like color? Color? Or, yeah, yeah color. Like individual color? Yeah. Pink. I don't know. The strawberry red one. For me. You, don't, you don't know. Like, this isn't a big combo. It's red. it's red. Interesting. Mine's orange. And I feel like I'm one of the only people who likes orange. They do I know, it all, I like orange. They do an so all me, reds one, and in the all reds one, it includes watermelon and fruit punch, and those two are money. I don't know if you ever had it, but I've had the fruit punch. I don't think I've had watermelon. The fruit punch is money. But for me, if the original Starburst pack, it's red, orange, pink, yellow. Yellow you can just fucking remove from it because it's trash. Yeah, I don't know why it even yeah. is there. We like we we were in the office today at my work in uh like the candy department had a bunch of shit that they were like trying to put on the shelves or whatever, like the test try. And then like they bring it over after and they're like, here, just have it because bunch of back. Yeah. But there was starburst and I shit you not. The entire container was yellow by the end. The yeah, whole thing. Like, it's trash. like when you get those little, like there was the worst thing in the ever when you were like trick or treating as a kid and you get the little two pack starburst oh. and you'd open it up and it was like dual yellows. And I'm like, I don't even want, this is fucking trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The perfect combo for me was like you Just get me one apple. red. Get, <laughs> give me a fucking book of thesaurus. Give me a candy corn for Christ's sakes. Oh, gross, right? I mean, if, you, if you like candy corn, I'll never trust you ever again. It's How the worst fucking candy of all time. The number one selling candy at Easter is the Cadbury egg. Do you guys even like the Cadbury egg? Like the cream, oh, like the one with the cream in it? No, 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 no. no. I don't Give know anyone's ever liked it. How is it number what one? Are the other, what are the other ones? The Peeps? Little, Peeps? No, 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 no. The little Peeps ones with the chocolate. The, 
probably the best like candy like oh the Cadbury candy. mini eggs yes yeah those oh, are yeah. money those are money those are, they slap put those put we put them in a little jar put them in the refrigerator so they're cold they don't last <laughs> oh my those fuck. are good they just don't that, last that, that, are we um no show always oh, got oh, sure we got one sure. more um, yeah. i got a couple options let's see with my last pick, I am gonna have to go twirl ice cream, like the chocolate vanilla yeah, ice cream in yeah, a cone, yeah. um, with a sugar cone. That like, give me that after a day on the beach. Um, is my absolute go-to. Go-to like if I'm passing an ice cream store, absolutely. Is that Red, your? So if you were to buy ice cream like at the grocery store what do you buy yeah uh probably like i love cookie dough i love like the reese's kinds but like um but if i go to like an actual ice cream uh like stand or whatever they are um yeah that's if it's soft serve i get the twirl with the crunch coat on top do you think uh if someone says they like vanilla more or chocolate more it says a lot about their character absolutely yeah what do you like more? I like vanilla uh, more. Vanilla. Vanilla is way better. Oh, okay. I, I, me too. I, th- I thought I was being the minority there. All right. I mean, you, when you get to like Neapolitan, you miss me with a fucking strawberry ice cream. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Uh, to me, I had my I had two ice creams on my list. That I didn't use them. It's coffee ice cream. Love coffee mm, ice so cream. So good. Mint chocolate chip too. No, I'm not a big. I, I don't like mint yeah, ice cream, but I do love a coffee love shake. That's that's right up there for me. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen this Ingram dunk yet, it's unbelievable. Gotta watch it. I'll look. I'll look on Twitter right now. Yep. Um, a couple others that I had real quick. Chips and salsa. I mean, um, bacon and eggs. Just oh, party breakfast, eggs, man. Yeah. Tacos. Yeah. Like, don't you just think you're gonna have a much better day? Like when you wake up and you get some, you get some eggs and bacon in. It's like the rest of the day is gonna be good. Like, like if we're going golfing and I have some eggs and bacon, I'm probably gonna have seven birdies. This is a good chance. Every so when my when when my wife and I had our our son, I was home. I had three weeks off, and every single morning I got up and made at least eggs and. It's like I I never ever like make breakfast. I usually don't eat breakfast even that much anymore. But every single morning when I was home, I was like, "Fuck, I'm here. I must make some bacon and eggs." So scrambled it's or fried up. or uh, fried eggs. Set up. Fried. I like I like I like scrambled. I mean, I usually cook them over easy. Give me that yolk running. You get a little toast or a bagel with it. You sop it up with it. So for a while, I was by myself, like at home, working from home all the time. So I would always like I just mix it up. I do omelets. I do all that shit um i'll tell you right now the best way i just started doing this probably a couple months ago if you're frying an egg put it in a pan that you can have a lid on it right so you cook it normally like you would and then right before you're gonna flip it you don't flip it you just say hey i'm not gonna flip this fucking thing right you take like a spoonful of water or so maybe a little bit more put it in the pan with it put a lid on it for like 20 30 seconds steams it money really absolute money don't have to flip it just Do take you, it off it's ready to roll i'm gonna have to try it do you guys put, 
Do you guys put anything on your eggs when you eat it? Like salt, salt and pepper. pepper. Yeah. A little that's bit it. of cheese sometimes. Mix it up. No hot sauce if that's what you're asking. But I mean, I'm saying like condiments. Do you put anything on it? Oh. So, uh, scrambled, scrambled, I'll do ketchup. Yeah, me too. Scrambled I do. I do a little bit of ketchup and hot sauce on eggs, regardless. If I, if you had to give me one, I'd put hot sauce on it. I yeah. fucking love hot sauce on eggs. The uh, the only one I left off my list that I was like really hemming and hawing about, and that is a glazed donut. Yeah, I love a glazed donut. Mm-hmm. I'm not a donut guy. I've had a few not tiny a donuts. donuts. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what yeah. it is. I just like, I think it's just because like, I think of donuts in like having them in the morning and I just prefer like salty and savory food in the morning for breakfast and like something sweet. I will eat donuts, but like, I don't, I, if you gave me a choice between eating like pancakes, French toast or yeah, donuts or something pancakes. like that, or uh, give me like, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, give me bacon and eggs and fucking toast and shit over any of that stuff. I agree. Um, the two that I had on my list, I didn't, I didn't say I was, uh, really having a hard time between ice cream and, uh, mashed potatoes. Um, so I left mashed potatoes off, but I love mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a big ham, um, like during Easter dinner. Um, and then the last one I had was fried clams. Interesting, dude. Ooh, see, yeah. See, dude, I like, I actually like steamers more than fried clams. I yeah. fucking love steamers. That, I, I had clams written down, and then I was like, oh, I better be more specific. But if I had to choose, it would be fried clams. Do you guys uh, – have you ever had them? And if you have, do you like um, – is oysters? Never had them. Love oysters. On the half shell, do with some little horseradish sauce, little lemon. Sometimes oh. vinaigrette. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. Quick story. I was out in the old port in uh, Portland, Maine, um, and – Gordy Gronkowski and Rob Gronkowski. Oh, there was like three of the the brothers were there, and like uh, probably like ten of them total. And they had to have bought over three hundred oysters. And then I saw like Gordy out later, and he was talking about how like hard he was because he had so many oysters. <laughs> Didn't you see him at a certain establishment in Portland afterwards? Um, well, it's called Mark Show Place, which used to be a strip club, but now it's just a bar. It's so, only a bar now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a bar now. Oh, so he used to have, that. like, it used to be PTs, but then he bought, like, an actual little place down in the old port, and it's just got, like, it's weird. It's a bar, but it does have a stripper pole. But that's where he was. Uh, we had a blast. I, I don't know how I became his best friend, but for one night, I was one of the Gordy, I was Gordy Gronkowski's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. It's awesome. Uh, and I drank for free. Wow. You can't fucking knock that. Yeah, I mean, free beers. We did the beer list, so. Um, one thing is we are recording this episode, but the one that's going to come out Monday, we've already recorded. So, um, and it's already caused a little bit of controversy because we dropped the list of the draft we did for that one. So go check it out on uh, yeah. Instagram. Hand and up. You'll, you'll Hand see up. It. I fucked that up. No, that's fine. I mean, I shared it with some friends too, and it got some hot, hot conversations going. So um, go check it out. And then you'll hear the explanations behind all of them. And, you know, we go back and forth quite a bit on these. I feel like tonight when we listed foods, it was like we were supportive of each other. <laughs> yeah, we were. And yesterday, we were a lot more uh, yesterday butting was heads. Not the case. Um, but we did figure out what we did was we did a trade trade grade um, in that one, and it involved me. 
so what happened was I listed the trade. They graded my my trade, and um, since the only other one left in our league right now um, to do is another one of my trades, so I'll list who who I got and who I gave up, and you guys can grade it. Hi, Doc. So um, I made a trade with Craig Millage, uh, Freddie. Shout out Freddie's Julie. Rest, Julie was the best uh, waitress hey, ever. <clears throat> um, I gave up Walker Bueller. Corey Seager, Hugh Darvish, and top prospect Khalil Watson. And I got back George Springer, Sandy Alcantara, Trevor Rogers, and Carlos Correa. Four for four. Who are you? Who are you? Um, who I got four fun? MLB ready guys. He got three, but he got a top prospect who is off to a fire start, by the way. So. I think that he got the probably he definitely got the best player in the deal. I think Bueller is the best player in that deal, in my opinion. Um, and I would even argue he may have got the two best players in the deal, and that is Seager as well. But with that being said, I think I prefer your end of it slightly more because you got four MLB ready guys that are going to contribute. You Darvis got fucking absolutely destroyed last night. Oh, I night. felt he's good 30, about this trade yesterday. He, he He's 35 years old. Even if he's got another uh, one of a, a year or two left, it's somewhat decent. He's not that valuable in my mind. And then Khalil Watson's a wait and see. He's got tools like a motherfucker, but a lot of people compare him to Jazz Chisholm, which we all know Jazz has got the big time power, speed, but he can't make any goddamn contact. So um, I think Millage got the two best players in the deal in Bueller and Seeger, in my opinion. Um, but you have four guys and when you've already spun Correa. So I would give um whew, let's see, I'm gonna go I'll give Shorey an A minus and Millage a B plus. I, I don't even I don't even feel good about that. No, because I don't know. it's almost even to me, but I'm gonna go A minus B plus. <clears throat> I, I think you've already asked me about it. I can't remember even what I said, but like to me, Khalil Watson is like, I believe four years away. I think his ETA is 2026. 20, to me, it's so hard for me to keep a minor leaguer. People have patience. So people, I don't have the patience to be. So Khalil Watson to me doesn't really carry much value when he's that far away. You Darvish sold super high. I had one start and he was nasty. And that one start with like a no hitter, right? And you sold high and was trash last night. Um, so you you got four major league ready guys. He got three major league ready guys. I'm giving you an A minus and Millage like a C on this. I think I'm just I think Corey Seager and George Springer cancel each other out because they're going to be hurt most of this year anyways. I think we can pencil them in for Good that. Chance. So. Good chance. Um, I think originally I said that that Bueller was the best player, but I think maybe for 2022 that Springer might be the best one if he's healthy. Yeah, he's think, not the most yeah, valuable. Not in our league, not for like a keeper league, but just for this year, if he stays healthy, I think that Springer probably holds the most value out of all of them. So, and then I thought like you know Walker Bueller and and Alcatara are actually pretty similar in numbers mm-hmm. that they uh, are. Bueller will get more wins, um, but they both go deep into games. They they both I think they threw the like you know second and third most innings out of everyone last year. Um, but they're pretty similar. I mean, I'd much rather have Walker Bueller, but Alcatara is younger. Um, and then the wild card of the whole thing is Trevor Rogers. Like, is he the real deal? Like he was spectacular last year. 
his stuff looked great this year. I mean, in his one this year, in his one start, he just got rocked on one pitch. Um, so, well, I mean, we'll see. It's one of those ones, and then you never know. Uh, Khalil Watson could be the guy. He's off to a fire start right now. So, I think he's only like nine at bats, like uh, five hits, two home runs, and yeah, something crazy like that. He's 18 years old. Yeah. He must be playing in like triple A. I mean, uh, single a. ball or something. Is even low single a. It's like low A, yeah. So, but still, at that age to be doing that is I just, still still impressive. And you got shout out Millage too, because I'll tell you what, that dude is, is fucking moving. active, moving Love players, moving and shaking. Him and I, he's he's offered me some uh, pretty substantial deals, and I'm I'm still not quite sure something's not going to get done yet. But um, so we'll see. We might have a monster trade, monster trade degrade here in one of the next few episodes. Ooh, seriously. So. Um, this is going to come out on Thursday. Um, Mondays will be, it's already been recorded. Um, I think it's some good talk. It's a lot of NBA predictions. Um, and then it's uh, a grade on most overrated athletes of all time. Um, and then Wednesday we'll record for a podcast Thursday next week, but I will be on vacation. I'm bringing my laptop. Um, maybe we'll have a special guest. Maybe not. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll be there with some friends or a friend, and uh, we'll see. We'll see if we bring somebody in or not. Dedication. Got to love it. Yeah, for the brand. For the brand. <laughs> BDB. Yes, sir. Uh, but anyways, thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate it. Make sure you give us a, a like, a reaction on, on the when you listen to the podcast. And we keep we keep stressing it, but we're waiting for some some uh someone to email us, tell us what they want to hear or uh, something to talk about. Um, I, Let's hear it. We have people listening. It's just that, you know, not enough people are being interactive. So, you know, we're going to keep, we're going to keep, we're, we're going to be doing this for a while. Um, we love it. We enjoy it and we're not going anywhere. So I don't know. Be active with us. Let's go. And, uh, and uh, just a little bit of a teaser here. I think, some point next week, we're going to have a little bit of a big announcement for you guys. I That's say the rumor. We're going to have, we're going to have something going on, um, little information. So, uh, listen yes, sir. Next, can well, we say, listen, can we listen, say there's going to be breaking news on Wednesday, uh, on, on Thursday's podcast? Next yeah. Thursday? The one where I'm in on vacation. Yes, sir. Yep. Because yep. we're not going to be able to say it Monday. Oh, no. yeah. So, we have breaking news coming on thursday's podcast breaking news huge for the brand uh big mm-hmm. change um, we're excited to announce it we're going to new levels and uh come aboard the old train uh the bdb train yes sir all right Bye. you guys peace yeah